This episode is sponsored by Realtor.com, who wants you to take advantage of your free profile on Realtor.com. By claiming and completing your free profile, adding a photo, and all of the information that puts you head and shoulders above the competition, you're on your way to receiving free leads, helping search engines find you, and staying top of mind with past clients. To learn more about claiming your free profile, go to realtor.com forward slash profile. Welcome to the Real View podcast, where Ohio realtors connect you to innovators and influencers, keeping you with the real view of real estate. Whether you're a broker, agent, first time home buyer, industry leader, or just happen to stumble upon our podcast today, you can expect to hear tips, tools, tricks, interesting information, and so much more from the experts in Ohio's real estate game. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Real View Podcast. I am your host, Allison Wiley. Joining me today is our special guest. Her name is Melissa Dittman Tracy. She is known as the Housing Muse. She is an award-winning journalist who has been covering the real estate and home design industry for more than 15 years. She is also the creator and host of the Housing Muse Podcast, so fellow podcaster. And she is the creator of Styled, Staged, and Sold Blog, the number one home staging blog in the country, voted by Feedspot for the last four years and counting. You can also hear her weekly on the syndicated radio show and podcast, Real Estate Today, with her segment Hot or Not in Home Design. And she has contributed to dozens of publications over the year, including BobVila.com, Homes.com, HouseLogic.com, People, Chicago Tribune, Realtor, and so much more. And she's just all around the design home trends guru. So Melissa, welcome on to the show. We're so happy to have you. Hi, Allison. Thank you for that introduction. And it's so great to be joining you and talking to the Ohio Realtors today. Yeah, we're really excited to have you on. And I was just telling Melissa before we got before we got started on recording that we've done over 100 episodes of this podcast and we've never had one around home designs, home trends, remodeling, what our homes look like. And I think it is about time that we are talking about this today. So welcome onto the show. I'm really excited to dive into a little bit of your world, Melissa, and talk about the home remodels. And she's shared too. I got so, She has so much to tell us today. So before we get started on the show, I have to ask our signature question that I ask all of the guests who join me on the podcast, which is since the show is called The Real View, I would like to know what is the best view that you've ever seen? Ooh, a great question. It's probably a tie for me. Maybe a helicopter ride over Juneau, Alaska, looking out at those icy glaciers and then landing one. So breathtaking. You feel like you're in a different world. And then the other one for me is actually closer to home from truly where I once called home, St. Joseph, Michigan, a small lake town in southwest Michigan. The sunsets there are unreal. They're orange, yellow, pinks, and they those cast of colors reflecting on the lake and then their red lighthouse in the forefront. Absolutely stunning. I took it for granted growing up, but now when I visit, it just feels like home. Oh, I love that. That's so beautiful. I'm a big fan of sunsets too. I'm a sucker for sunsets. I I always say so beautiful. I love when the sky lights up and all those colors. And I've heard Michigan is just stunning. I've never actually been, but I know that's some place I want to visit to go to the beaches and see sunsets like that. I, I hear it's pretty phenomenal. So thank you for sharing. Okay, so I want to start off with a little bit about you. 
how you got started in your world of home trends and design and all that good stuff. And tell us a little bit more about your background and history in the industry. Yeah, well, I'm a journalist who loves to talk and write about real estate. And hopefully your listeners have been looking at many of the places where I'm at. Over the last 15 years, I've been a contributing editor to Realtor Magazine and the National Association of Realtors. And for 10 years, I wrote Realtor Magazine's daily real estate news. It was the top news stories in real estate each day. I literally wrote 15,000 articles in that time. I kid you not. It was a lot of writing. (laughs) (laughs) And it was all about the national home sales data and real estate trends. It was a lot of stories. So I'm a real estate news junkie, talking home remodeling trends and the latest on mortgage rates and home sales. Well, I have a lot to say and it excites me. I'm not quite writing at that same speed anymore, but you can still find me in a lot of places. A lot of the places you've already mentioned, Allison, at Realtor Magazine. And then I found this niche a long time ago with home staging and home design and connecting home stagers to real estate professionals through the National Association of Realtors Styled Stage and Sold blog. And there we talk about the latest trends in home staging and how to make your listings prettier and more attractive to home sellers. And then, as you already mentioned, I contribute regularly to many other websites as well, bobvila.com, HouseLogic, also about these topics. So that's all the writing stuff. But I also mentioned that I love to talk about real estate. So each week for the last five years or so, you can hear me on the syndicated radio show and its weekly podcast called Real Estate Today, where I host a segment called Hot or Not. And it's this fun quiz-like segment on the latest home design trends and remodeling trends. And then I also have my own podcast, as you mentioned, The Housing Muse, which is all about maximizing your home's value through great design and home improvement. And that's really my main focus in real estate. How can homeowners maximize that value? Alice and I love all my jobs because I get to talk to the biggest names in real estate, home staging, interior designers, and remodeling experts. I've also moved all across the country over the years, from Washington, D.C. to Palm Springs, California, to Texas, and now Ohio. Ohio's my hometown. I've survived the new home build process three times in different locations. I love that you (laughs) said survived survived. that (laughs) process too, the home build process. My parents just finished their home back in January, and it was a survival to get through that process. It is very much a survival. Three times, three locations. I have a lot of personal experience in real estate as well. And I'm so excited to talk with you today about home remodeling because there are so many trends emerging, some good, some not so good. I'm just really excited to hear all about this because this is kind of a personal interest of mine too is homes. And I noticed I was researching, you know, before we started uh, the episode today, just a little bit more about you and your website and just your perspective and how you view things in people's homes. And you're like, I'm just obsessed with homes. And I'm like, I think I'm the same way too. Like I go through the park and I want to look in everybody's windows to see, like I am that <laughs> creepy person. <laughs> I always say in not a creepy way. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. That's what my bio says, in a non-creepy way. <laughs> yes, exactly. Okay, so remodeling. Let's just start at the beginning. Why are we seeing so many homeowners 
undergoing renovations. And I think maybe, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a major surge in this during COVID because we were all at home and forced to actually look at our homes (laughs) and what we liked (laughs) and what we didn't like. But why now are we still seeing this remodeling trend be so popular? And talk to us a little bit about the popularity of it right now. Well, you pinpointed it exactly. This was all pandemic, that pandemic surge in home remodeling. And it was because we were cooped up in our homes. We stared at gray walls and all white kitchens far too long. And we decided, well, that's boring. So we had the time and money and we all went to work. And we've seen massive home improvement projects. But the design of our homes has really gotten amped up since then too. So many colors and textures everywhere, overuse of wallpaper, and then armed with YouTube, we've seen so many homeowners doing more themselves. DIY has gotten very big, and I'll state it again, some of it good, some of it not so good. In a recent article at Realtor Magazine Online, I called out some findings from a Cinch Home Services survey that looked at the motivations behind the latest renovations. And topping the list was homeowners' desire to increase the value of their home. So that's a big area I think realtors can really lend their expertise in. Next up on the list, among half of respondents, was they said they were renovating to impress their friends. That's interesting, too. I talked about this recently on my podcast, The Housing Muse, about house envy. We've all been watching our neighbors upgrade, and maybe we want to keep up with the Joneses. We can't ignore that as a factor causing this remodeling boom as well. Now, certainly, where is this heading, right? It has slowed down a little from the early pandemic days, but the latest reports from the remodeling site house and others still show a very busy sector, and the price of remodels are at record highs. Material costs are still high, but homeowners are going big with what they're doing, and some homeowners are in wait-and-see mode in real estate right now. They may be waiting out the housing market, waiting for inventory, prices, or mortgage rates to come down. So they're trying to make that current home work a little longer, and that's likely going to keep home remodeling very lively over the next few years. Yeah, I think so too. I think we are just getting started in this home trends. COVID was maybe kind of the catalyst for that, but now I think we are taking more looks around our house and saying, okay, I've neglected this for too long. I need to need to put some work and time into it. I saw, um, and, and I just recorded a podcast last week about millennial home buying, and a lot of them were buying homes that needed some work, and that was causing maybe some regret, some buyer's remorse because they didn't realize what it takes to undergo a project like that. How do you know, you know, when is a good time to remodel or when, you know, you've been putting this project off and you mentioned kind of some of the factors, materials are still expensive, you know, labor can be expensive. How do you know if you've been thinking about something, you know, that you might want to get started, a project you want to work on? How do you know when it's a good time to do it? Do you just say, do it? Just, you know, don't worry about the factors or is there a sweet spot to when you should be starting a project? I think the best time is when you can afford it because material costs are so high right now. A lot of homeowners are getting sticker shock. Maybe they've read the headlines and they've heard a few things have slowed down and they think they can get a good deal right now. Uh, Material costs are still high. Inflation's still high. So once you can comfortably afford it, you know, knowing the value of these projects It's one thing if you're just remodeling 
to make it comfortable and you plan to own your space. But some of these remodels, people don't plan to stay in their home very much longer. And maybe they're pouring their money into the wrong spots, yet they're expecting that that will increase the value of their home. So there's a lot of education we need to do with homeowners as far as what are those key spots that can increase your home's value? And it helps them learn what to prioritize. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that is so important to think about what are those projects that are going to make the biggest difference if you are looking to eventually sell your home in the next couple of years. And I think you have some insight to share with us on, on what those good remodeling projects look like if you're thinking about increasing the value of the home. What are you seeing as some of the biggest ways to increase that value when it comes to home remodeling? Well, I could go off forever on this one, Allison. So yeah. you will have to cut me off. <laughs> but uh, one trend that I recently saw in a house report was expanded living spaces. So more homeowners are adding square footage. Maybe it's just homeowners feeling like they've outgrown their home, but they're not wanting to move yet or can't afford to. So they're expanding that current home. Kitchens, bathrooms, and living rooms are the most common areas to expand. Interesting, it's not a bedroom addition. So it's these other key areas inside a home. And kitchens and bathrooms often have high ROI, returns on investment at resale. So realtors should be really happy to hear that this is where homeowners are pouring their money in their upgrades. So should we go to kitchens next? Let's what do, do you think? Yeah, kitchens. I think also interesting how kitchens have become this focal point of the home. And when it used to be living rooms, and now everyone just sits around the kitchen and eats a charcuterie board and has a glass of wine and no one even <laughs> touches the living room anymore, right? So that makes sense as to why we are seeing this kitchen trends as a big popular project. Definitely. You know, we've all knocked down the walls within our home just to put that kitchen and make sure it's the star. And the true star of the kitchen lately has been the island. We've been turning that a different color, like a gray or blue, a different color from the surrounding cabinets, which are often still white. That's been happening for a while. That's continuing to be trendy. But we're also seeing these islands get supersized, doubled in size. So islands that don't just accommodate two or three chairs or stools, but six. These are huge. And then the lights above them, the pendants, may be contemporary, boxy, or geometric shape, maybe in a shiny brass the jewelry of the kitchen. The countertops may be different than the surrounding ones on the island. It's all about making that kitchen island the focal point of your space. And that's great because homebuyer surveys show a lot of love for the kitchen islands. So it's good that homeowners are really making this a focus for their upgrades. Also, many buyers say they want a kitchen pantry. And we're seeing more kitchens reconfigured to accommodate one or enlarge an existing one. Storage space is key, especially with an open kitchen. We all need a place to hide all our stuff. And these pantries are getting so fancy, Allison. Some have counters for their small appliances, like your coffee maker, mixer, or even an extra refrigerator. I want to hang out in some of these pantries <laughs> I've seen. They're unreal. They're very luxurious. And that's been another focal point we've seen with kitchens. Yeah. And if you think about it, it makes sense because during COVID, you know, we were all cooking our meals at home. We were all, you know, doing so much at home. So it would make sense that now we want a place to store all of our food, you know, that we are going to be making throughout the weeks and things like that. 
So I said my parents just built their home um, back and completed in January in their pantry. I'm like, I'm moving in. Like I'm bringing my sleeping bag and I'm going to sleep in this pantry because it is so nice. But that it's a new home and that that trend is totally on point. Okay, so I want to hear a little bit more about bathrooms and, and another big popular item that people are redoing and that can bring a lot of value to the home because everyone knows how important bathrooms are when you think about what you want in a home. So give us a little insider information on the bathroom trends. Well, an interesting trend here and something to add to your vocabulary if you aren't familiar with it yet, the wet room bathroom. These essentially combine a bath and shower into one tiled space. It's an open concept bathroom and it's great for aging in place. In Europe, these have long been commonplace, but we're now seeing them more in the U.S. I think this is interesting because over recent years, so many of us ripped out our bathtubs in the owner's suite in favor of that supersized shower. Now they want to add the bathtub back in. So where do you put it? Inside that supersized shower, a claw foot bathtub right smack in the shower. I know it sounds crazy. It actually looks pretty good. And then Allison, we're also seeing cosmetic updates everywhere in a bathroom. Colorful cabinets, bathrooms are in smaller areas. So if trends fall away, homeowners don't feel as committed as they do in the kitchen. So a gray or navy or even a green vanity are more common there. And then the rest of the space of the bathroom from the tile or marble to the floors tend to be in whites or a very soft gray or blonde hardwood flooring. We're seeing that maybe not in the bathroom so much, but lighter flooring trends are also very popular nowadays. This episode of The Real View is brought to you by the Ohio Association of Community Colleges. Ohio's network of community colleges provides accessible training that accommodates the busy lifestyles of aspiring real estate professionals at half the price of a traditional university. With convenient locations in every part of the state, as well as online options, Ohio's community colleges are your smart choice for pre-licensing education. For more details or to start the journey to a real estate career, Visit the education page at ohiorealtors.org and then click on the pre-licensed course locations. Yeah, no, I love that. All very interesting stuff to think about, you know, and, and I love that we're bringing color back. I think for a while we got so into the grays and the whites and it in blacks and it just there was no color. So I'm so happy to hear now that we're seeing more pops of color arise. And I love seeing a little bit of pop of color here and there. So that just may be my personal touch talking to, but. Well, I think it makes the space more memorable too. Realtors have been showing all white kitchens, all white bathrooms. How do you distinguish the house from the other? All the all the all white kitchens were starting to look kind of similar. And so now homeowners really are bringing in those pops of color. I mean, the 2023 colors of the year are a big jolt of color. Lots of them are pinks or rosy colors, but it's all about bringing that statement color and making that design more unique and more memorable, not so much a blank slate. I love that color is, is going to come back and make a comeback. So really excited to see more of that in our home trends. I know another big point that people were looking at in their homes is backyards. Have you noticed any backyard trends or things that you see coming up as we are looking at, at what's outside of the home in addition to what's inside the home? 
So a lot of focus on the backyards. First off, the National Association of Realtors and the National Association of Landscape Professionals recently released their 2023 Remodeling Impact Report. It was all focused on the outdoors this year. Outdoor features certainly have boomed since the pandemic. Some good news here. It's not overly expensive upgrades that actually were having some of the biggest impact, at least at resale. A lot of it was just general lawn care and landscape maintenance. So mulch, trim the trees, add lots of plantings, colorful plantings. That alone will take your curb appeal very far. If you want to take it up a notch from there, adding in an outdoor kitchen, a new patio or wood deck also showed some significant returns at resale For remodelers, we are seeing a lot of that, particularly in creating an entertainment or relaxing area that feels like an extension of your indoor space. For example, we've most of us have probably heard about the popularity of backyard fire pits. Yes. <laughs> and I love to give this tip because they are so easy to stage. If you have a blank slate in a backyard that you're listing, Roll in a propane-powered fire pit. You just flip the switch and there's fire. For mine, I swapped out the rocks and did blue fire glass. So it sparkles under the flame. And then you put some Adirondack chairs around your fire pit, string some party lights overhead. And for the minimal cost, you've created an entertainment area. And you include that in your listing photos, all illuminated at dusk, and it makes for great pictures. Who doesn't want to be in a backyard of the fireplace and party lights? I mean, I know exactly. I do. <laughs> I mean, a party lights just seals the deal right there, right? <laughs> yeah. So when we think about, you know, the return on investment, and you mentioned this was a big motivating factor as to why individuals were going through home renovation projects. How much does that change the home value? Um, maybe you could give a spectrum of, you know, it's going to go up by 10% or do you know, you know, how much the home value is expected to go up if you undergo some of these projects? And I know it's probably different for every home and depending on the type of project that you do, but could you give any insight on, on how much value we would expect to see back? This really varies. So unfortunately, it's hard to pinpoint some numbers. I know NAR's remodeling impact did include a 100% return just from standard plannings, some of that general landscape maintenance. I know front doors are often cited in these remodeling impact reports as seeing the value. So the cost that it takes, you're going to probably be able to get that value back. But I think we have to be careful here because I think some homeowners think, hey, if I add that $60,000, $70,000 pool in my backyard, I can increase my price by that much. And that's not the case. So that's why remodeling, at least for most homeowners, needs to be focused also on enjoyment. Unless you're getting ready to sell your house right away, and then I would say talk to a realtor and let's see what comparable homes are doing in your neighborhood to see what kind of difference that truly would make to your price point. Yeah, no, all great advice. And that kind of leads into my next question too is, what do we need to know before we want to undergo a renovation? I mean, there's so much to think about, so much goes into us. If we've never done it before, where do we even start and what are the factors that we should be taking into consideration before we start a home remodel project? Well, first off, after you have your plan, you know, permits. 
If you don't do this, this can be a big pain when you go to sell. And you need to have local approvals to do some home renovation projects, often with anything involving the electrical, plumbing, home additions, fences. In my area in Ohio, I needed a permit to add a hot tub. Even the salesman didn't know that. So you need to do your homework. Licensed contractors often can help with the permit process. But with more homeowners doing DIY, permits are getting overlooked and failure to get proper approvals not only poses a safety problem, but it could derail a future home sale. So huge education point for realtors to talk more about this with their clients. Another thing to consider for renovations, could you or can you or should you and should you do this yourself? I keep mentioning DIY is huge at the moment and home inspectors are uncovering some of these house projects homeowners have taken on themselves and some of it has become very problematic. Adam Long is president of Home Team Inspection Services. It's a nationwide company, but actually based right here in Ohio. And he told me inspectors are spotting lots of bad DIY work, especially ever since the pandemic. Too much time at home. Yeah. Getting bored. (laughs) Thinking we're experts on everything, right? (laughs) Exactly. So they're spotting overloaded circuit boxes, wires left exposed, or the wrong wires being used. And this is from homeowners trying to do some electrical work themselves. All that can pose a safety hazard. And home inspectors also reported noticing more DIY deck installations and problems from them not being properly attached to the house. That's kind of scary. More safety concerns there. And then homeowners are messing with the landscape grading. They're creating slopes in their yard from adding plantings or patios. This can cause puddles of water to pool around the home's foundation. And then more homeowners are knocking down the walls, load-bearing walls that really shouldn't be knocked down, all for that open floor plan. Some older homes weren't built to be as open as they are today. We feel really smart after watching HGTV or a YouTube video, and we figure we can save money and do a lot of this ourselves, but there's a lot of damage being caused. And home inspectors, when homeowners go to sell the house, they're uncovering these issues, and it ain't pretty when they do. And for the real estate agent, they're not thinking that's really cool either. No, and that, I mean, what a hassle. You put all this money into something for it to be not even safe to be on. Decks are falling down. You're having flooding around the house. That's never something you want to run into, especially after you spend a lot of money on things. So I think, you know, good advice when in doubt, consult an expert. Don't try to be Mm -hmm. a a home reno expert. (laughs) You know, we know that there's labor costs associated with it. But if you want to do a project and do it right, it's always good to get someone who knows what they're doing, (laughs) I think is important. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where maybe some of the stress is coming from people who bought home and are having that buyer's remorse when it comes to homes that need a little more time and energy put into it is maybe because they don't realize what really goes all into it or that they can't do it on their own. Is there any other reasons why you think there could be times where we get into over our heads with home reno projects? Yeah, whenever you knock down the walls, you're opening up possibly some surprises. Hopefully before home buyers bought their home, they had a home inspection because we are hearing tons of buyer regret from those who bought at the top of the market 
And then they moved in and maybe, you know, they wanted to win. They wanted to win that bidding war. So they waived what? Their home inspection. And so then they realized, oh my goodness, this home has mold. This home uh, has electrical problems. They're discovering these problems. Hopefully the home buyers today have a little bit more time to make a decision, can have that home inspection so they know what they're getting into. And then I would also say bring in a contractor. Most of us, this is not our skill set. We may feel like we're really smart after watching YouTube. And as I said, HGTV, they make refinishing furniture look so easy. It's not. I mean, I've done disasters in my house, but... (laughs) So contract, like contact a professional, get a quote before so you can budget for it, so you can plan, so you don't buy with a bunch of surprises and regret the pop-up. I think the more we can educate our home buyer in advance to possible things to look into, the happier the buyer will be in the end, especially if they have these grand plans of remodeling. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of leads into my next question was, how realtors can help the clients as they undergo renovations or maybe as they're walking through a home and they say, you know, this would be a great house. You want to redo the kitchen or, you know, things like that. How can realtors best assist our clients? I know education is a big part of it, but anything else that you can see um, realtors doing to help assist with these home renovations? Yeah, well, I think this is such a great connection point for realtors with their clients because I would imagine most people want the most value from their home. And realtors know value. You know what's desirable with home buyers today, what maintains its value best, and you can help homeowners save money by prioritizing smartly. So provide this type of information on your social media posts, your blogs, your newsletters, podcasts, whatever content marketing platform you use to keep in touch with your clients. There's so much interest in remodeling right now. So you have a big audience eager to listen, talk about maintaining a home's value, talk about home maintenance. But maybe these aren't topics you feel like you can be an expert on. And I get that. That's where people like me can help. You don't have to write it up all yourself. There's so much already out there. So share it. Share an article or a checklist. Shameless plug, the Styled Stage and Soul blog covers a ton of these topics, and I write it in a way so you can share it and raise a discussion around some of these trends. Another idea, team up. Bring in a remodeling expert, a home inspector, a stager, a designer. Ask them to blog for you or host a joint webinar or in-person event. Share information regarding home remodeling trends or home maintenance. Of course, offer up a list of reputable professional contractors for your renovating homeowners. They'll love that and they're going to need some help and we really hope they'll use it. (laughs) One other idea here. If you have a listing that you feel really needs to be remodeled before it can be sold, pre-listing renovations are gaining popularity. Companies like Curbio, they team up with real estate professionals to upgrade a home before listing it for sale. The cost of the upgrades don't have to be paid up front, but can be paid for when the homeowner actually sells. And that's a huge benefit to these. You know, Allison, it sounds so vain, but we all know the looks of a home are important. It's so closely tied to value. And real estate professionals have the expertise to really help and having these discussions with homeowners about it. And let's not forget, 
all this actually benefits you. Because if you get that listing one day, guess what? You're going to have to sell this home. And if it hasn't been remodeled to the times, if it still has those avocado green appliances, (laughs) green carpet, (laughs) green carpet or pink bathrooms, which actually oddly are kind of popular at the moment, but (laughs) I digress. Design is all just a circle, right? Everything goes out and comes back in. (laughs) Maybe you don't need to remodel in a few years, it'll come back. But (laughs) in any case, if the home has not been well-maintained and improved upon, well, that could hurt value. So be a provider of information that helps people maintain or even grow that value. And hopefully they'll love you for it. You also love selling their home one day. So true. And I think as realtors, you know, it just adds another level of services that we can provide. Not only will we help you get this home, but we'll help you, you know, make changes to it and upgrades and things like that. And it just, it really just adds another layer of our professionalism and our expertise if we are assisting, you know, our clients just beyond the purchase or the sell of their house, which I think is so important to what we do as realtors. Well, Melissa, this was so fantastic. I could keep talking to you like all day long. (laughs) I will have to have you back on as a guest and we can, we can dive more in to some of the trends we talked about today. But this was so wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit more about you and and the work you do and what you're seeing on your side of the home process. So I really enjoyed our conversation today. And thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Allison. This was so much fun. Thanks for having me on the show. I said I could talk about this topic all day long. Uh, So definitely please follow me on Instagram or Twitter at Housing Muse. I'd love to connect with you all. And I love to share pretty house pictures as inspiration there. So Absolutely. Uh, Melissa, thank you again so much. And to all of our listeners, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to The Real View. That wraps up today's episode. You can keep up with the latest on the podcast at ohiorealtors.org slash The Real View and on Apple or Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Have questions, comments, or suggestions? We want to hear from you. Email us at podcast at ohiorealtors.org. We'll see you next time.